You're listening to the Stop Hating Mondays podcast brought to you by The Change Laboratory. In each episode, we answer client and listener emails with the goal of helping your career and workplace thrive. In the last episode of the Stop Hating Mondays podcast, we touched on something that struck a chord with several listeners. The idea that not everyone intuitively understands why self-knowledge is important. We get it. This is one of those topics that is often covered as if everyone just naturally gets why it matters. And the truth is, that's just not the case. So, on this episode of the Stop Hating Mondays podcast, let's continue to talk about some of the more practical aspects of self-knowledge. When it comes to personal development, we don't think there are any stupid questions. We do our best to create a judgment-free space for listeners and clients. We want them to ask whatever they need to ask. In that spirit, I want to throw out a question we got from a recent client. I'm paraphrasing, but she said, I understand how knowledge of strengths and values helps your personal growth, but how does self-knowledge help you in the workplace? Yes. Uh, would anybody think that's a stupid question, by the way? I hope not. <laughs> well, you know, this the way this is talked about strengths and values and the like, it's kind of thrown out there like like everybody knows why they need to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. And the fact is they not everybody does. Yeah. No. Well, it's interesting because self-knowledge, I think, people catch on to the idea that it helps to propel them forward and gives them clarity, but it almost seems uh, like it could be dangerous in the workplace. (laughs) Very true. Right. You don't want to know too much or it'll drive you crazy or you don't want to know too much and be extroverted about it because (laughs) people may not like what you're noticing and what you're hearing. Uh, But what's interesting is even if you keep your self-knowledge, what we call this framework, knowing your strengths and values, even if you keep that to yourself, this very interesting thing happens. And that is, it not only helps you, but it also helps you see how and why other people are behaving. Inquiring about your own motivations for doing things, your own strengths and values causes you to recognize, oh, wow, that person or that group is just a another person or another clump of people who are all working with their own sets of strengths and values. So it gives you great understanding in terms of just the fact that people might have other motivations, even if you don't know what those other motivations are. And another interesting thing, and and I really want to get into this actually in an entire podcast season, you knowing your own strengths and values, having your own framework is really just a sliver of the bigger equation. And we never really get past this because there's so many people, as we're always talking about, who have no clue what their own strengths and values are. But the real magic happens when in the workplace, as this person is asking about, when you know what other people's strengths and values are, what their personality types are. Absolutely. That's when the actual magic happens, when you not only know what you're made of, but you actually know what other people are made of, not in a way where you're guessing, but when you're part of a work group or an organization 
that values this kind of information and uses it so that work groups in particular work really constructively with each other, knowing their strengths, knowing their values, and then knowing how to best accomplish what they need to as a team with that knowledge. And it's amazing how ego just starts to slip away. It's like the more we know about ourselves, the more we get out of that weird, combative, competitive mindset that keeps us hyper-focused on what other people are doing and not how we can contribute. Last season, we touched on the hope-disappointment cycle, and that too seemed to strike a chord with listeners. I think a lot of people could relate to, I think that's Olivia's story in Stop Hitting Mondays. Yeah. Anyway, will you explain again what the hope-disappointment cycle is, and then go a bit deeper into how self-knowledge can help you break free from that cycle? Yeah, so Olivia's story is a really good real story from our workbook, Stop Hitting Mondays. Uh, And as it says there, like so many people, when Olivia recognized that she felt unfulfilled, her impulse, impulse was simply to change something so she would try something new. For a while, the something new would hold the promise of fulfillment, but inevitably, the doubt and sense of being off purpose would come back and she would repeat the cycle. So this is what we call about, talk about with the hope disappointment. That's how most people go through their personal life, their relationships, their work life. You're just sort of grasping at things. It's the roller coaster. coaster. I'm happy. Now I'm not. I'm going to change something. Now I'm happy I changed something until I'm not again. Yeah. And that's what's great. Repeat. (laughs) That's what's great about this framework that we talk about. Again, when you are seeing things through the lens of this framework, framework meaning self-knowledge gained from having done self-inquiry, then you know how things hit and they definitely hit differently because you can say, huh, why is it that that's sounding interesting? And when you run it through your strengths and values filter, you can say, oh, it sounds interesting because I'm jealous of what that person is doing because it has nothing to do with my own strengths and values. Conversely, you can realize, oh, well, of course, this is intriguing to me because this really strikes upon my strengths and my values. So I can kind of pursue something in this realm that I'm thinking I'm interested in, that I'm hopeful about. And if it's aligned with your strengths and values, then boom, there won't be a disappointment afterwards because it's grounded in something other than a hunch. Most of the time, a hunch is gonna be externally driven in a negative way. But I do want to say that sometimes hunches are hints of an underlying strength or value alignment. But why put it to chance? Figure out what your strengths and values are, and then you'll know if those hunches, those impulses are real and grounded, or if they're just frivolous and like Olivia, going to ultimately send you right back to disappointment. Back to that point you made about understanding other people's perspective, uh, perspectives. I'm thinking about a recent client who thought a coworker was a bully and who liked to pick fights. 
but actually came to find out that they were misperceiving this coworker's intentions. Will you talk just a little bit about that situation? Yeah, it's fun. All all the types that we we work with, and there's a number of them, have what do we we call them? Your strengths, and then we give everybody one success blocker. One one potential success blocker. Yes, and one of the personality types has a success blocker that is basically they can be a bully. So when you have this self-knowledge, not only about your own type, but what other people are made of in your personal life, in your professional life, you can recognize like, oh, wow, this person isn't really a bully. I mean, it's how they're fronting to me, but this comes from a type of person who is combative, who likes to question the norm, wants to you know make sure you're on your feet by inquiring about why you're asserting what you're asserting so they can come off very much like a bully but of course their motivation is somebody who's interested in getting to the best idea possible and making sure that people have done their homework and are bringing the receipts for what they're suggesting that's how their motivation is viewed as a strength. But this self-knowledge helps you to understand that not only are there bullies out there, but you also have a success blocker that you have to be aware of. You actually have a few, but there are, you most personalities have one major one that you have to be very careful to manage as well. So in the case of the person who comes off as a bully, yeah. if that person does the work to understand their strengths and values, gain that self-knowledge, they would know that their strengths could be misperceived as bully. Yeah. And then they could work to uh, mitigate that when they're having conversations with people who don't share their, you know, unique personality type. Yeah, 100% and funny here, you know, we're winding up this episode and as is the case with every episode, I'm frantically taking notes like, oh, we need to do a whole episode on that. Uh, yet another thing, and we've brought this up before in podcasts, but we really do need to do a whole episode we do. on it, where your greatest strength, and let's remember most people don't even know what their greatest strength is outside of maybe what they think in their own head it is, but you know, you're biased, so be very leery of that. Used to an extreme, it can be a big weakness. So that's kind of on a continuum that usually a personality type's most prevalent weakness can be born of completely unbounded use of a strength or a group of strengths. So it's very interesting how that works when and you've seen it a million times when somebody's strength becomes a weakness that that person who's so great at making plans and rallying the troops and getting people together and in order. And then there's those times when you're like, whoa, this has turned into full on controlling. And it starts to go from feeling great, warm and helpful to feeling cold and manipulative and overbearing. 
So yeah, another fun thing about this self-discovery is you learn about these shadow sides, not only in yourself, but in other people. And it just gives you more to understand and work on about yourself and gives you more grace in how you deal with other people. Do you have a question you'd like answered here on the Stop Hating Mondays podcast? Send an email to questions at stophatingmondays.com. Also, visit thechangelaboratory.com for information on the services we provide, along with tips and tools that drive fulfilling careers and propel organizational effectiveness. Thank you.